When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome to Sports and Things, a weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports and music topics of the week, featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and host Dennis Turner. talk about all things sports yeah. that's our everyday lives and starting with the subject today first of all welcome fellas thank you guys for being a part of this podcast thank you thank good you to be here. good to be here what's going on yeah appreciate it we talk about sports all the time amongst ourselves we wanted to be able to share our opinions and our views about how we feel about sports especially since we're coming from the world of music and we're all musicians and we all work together we all play together and we all have a love for sports so we wanted to share that love for sports with you guys and hopefully share our opinions, our differences and our agreements with you all as well. You guys can comment, you know, when we when we get stuff going, you guys can send us your remarks about what we talk about. Um, we're gonna start today with a subject that's near and dear to all of our hearts, um, with the exception oh, of boy. Jack Hill. But kinda, but you know, he's from Little Washingtonian. <laughs> yeah, being a Washingtonian. <laughs> um, Washington football team announced uh, today that they were going to keep the name the Washington football team for the rest of the year. Um, we saw the uniforms that came out. The uniforms have slightly changed. The colors haven't changed, but the uniforms have changed with the, the logo going off and then putting numbers on the helmet. Um, I want to start with saying that I thought the uniforms were dope. Like, they looked dope. They put Washington across the chest. You know, they took off the, the Redskins. Everything Redskins related. I thought it was kind of like a sus move that they couldn't decide on their name, given the fact that Dan Snyder owns Washington Warriors and the dude who bought all the other goddamn names offered the names up. Like he offered up every name that he bought. So I thought they could have made a decision. LeBron made a comment. I don't know if y'all saw LeBron's comment. Like he said, y'all went, <laughs> went through like, yeah. three, like three, like KD and KD clapped back at him. <laughs> oh, he did. Oh, of course yeah. he did. Of course he did. Yeah. LeBron's a Cowboys fan. What did he mean? Yeah, you know, exactly. But it was relevant what he said because he's like, y'all went through like all these meetings and all these all these meetings and y'all couldn't decide on a name. I personally like the Red Wolves. I thought that was a dope name. I like it too. Me personally, I thought the whole like the wolf call and all that stuff would have been dope in the, in, in the stands. Uh, yeah, I, they just had to fight another college team that already has it. 
It's college. Though. Like, who cares? Like, they got the yeah, rights to it. It's not the same. It's college, though. Who cares? But they got the rights to it. If they got the rights to it, ain't nothing you can do. But I dude, personally think what, what's going to happen. Say again. The, the, the guy in Virginia owns a trademark for the Washington Redwoods. So and like he, nine, he other, nine other names. Because you, you're not you're not you're not just taking you're not just taking Red Wolves. You, you got to put Washington Red Wolves in there, so they don't want to trademark. See, so here's my theory. My theory is they about to get away from Washington, and it's going to be D.C. Oh, That's so what the holdup is. I think it's going to be D.C. You think they're going to? I think they're going to get rid of Washington. I think they're going to. I think they're going to try somehow to fit D.C. into this, so that. It, it is like a complete change, and I just didn't acquiesce because I got pressured. Like, let's just make it a whole new team, then, since y'all want to cry about it. Okay, that's an interesting theory. See, here's my theory, and you guys can you guys can make comments based on it. I think that I agree that I don't think they want to be pressured into picking a name first. I also think they want to take a year to capitalize on merchandise. So you got a year of collectors' items, risk and stuff. That stuff is not collectible stuff. You do a year of Washington football team stuff, and you pick a name next year. This, the moment you pick a name, all the Washington football team stuff becomes collector's items. So that stuff. I mean, it already is collector's items because we know it's yeah. temporary. Yeah. From the get-go, it's, it's, not, it's they're not, they're not gonna They're not going to jump the prices up before they actually pick a team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it would be yeah. you to kind of buy the merchandise now and then just wait. Like, I was telling, I was telling my homie today, I bought a pair of Kobe's like maybe like four or five years ago for a hundred bucks, not even thinking about it, you know, and Kobe passed away. And I went to go look for those shoes like two weeks ago. Those shoes twenty five hundred dollars. Like yeah. you know, just because Kobe's yeah. like no more and yeah. those shoes are still in rotation. You dig know what I'm saying? So yeah. they still got Kobe's coming out. Like yeah, they got new Kobe, they got like six Kobe's coming out this year. Yep. Saying so it's like I, I, that's that's my theory. Now y'all can. I mean, Trey, you said you had you had a comment about it, but that's my theory. I think it's about I think it's about merchandise and being able to capitalize on the merchandise. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, you know it has to do with you know trademark. Um, the uh, you know any trademark you have to, you want to establish, it takes a while to establish that trademark. And you know, let's say hypothetically, they know what the name is and what they want it to be. They have to go through that process and rushing it is not, not in the best interest. And then they can like add your point on top of that, that they can capitalize on the merchandise in the meantime, anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm, why rush? What's the point? You know, and, and the fact that, uh, well, I won't say fact, but the thing, the, the, the reason I think this season will end up getting canceled anyway because of COVID. But you know, <laughs> you know what's interesting too? Like, Why they're, not, they're not letting fans. They're not taking fans' input like they did with the Washington Wizards. Like, that's why. Play. That's why we also can kind of believe it's already been decided. They just don't want to announce it. Right now, if it leaks, that's going to be a major headache. But I feel like it's already known. And the other reason I was thinking D.C. is because there's um, – if you remember the replacements that came out in 2000, they were talking about how they had the D.C. Sensibles. Right. So that's another theory behind, like, they might even switch it completely, just go with, like, some some red, white, and blue because we're in the nation's capital. Maybe – I mean, I don't know about the color change. That's, right. That would be we'll a stay burgundy and gold, brother. 
But see, I know. It, I mean, thing, like, I don't see why they would change that. But, but you know, the Wizards did it, so it's just a matter of like we want to make the whole state uniform. It ain't like Boston is uh, blue and blue and silver because the Patriots are. You know, and you already got you. you already got two NFL teams or two or more NFL teams that have those colors, like Patriots, right. Texans, um, Giants, Giants. So why would you need? Oh another God, team we don't want the same color scheme as the Giants. <laughs> You don't want nothing. <laughs> Period. Like, come on. Like, I don't. Uh, well, here, here's here was here's here's something that I first of all, just to piggyback off what Trey said, I, I agree with everything he said. But additionally, this is probably the smartest move that Dan Snyder has ever done in his tenure as owner of the team. <laughs> this is not something that he wants to get wrong, and by rushing it and picking a name. People are going to have a problem with it anyway. If he were to just come out a week a week after he announces the retirement and say the name's going to be the Warriors, then people would have a problem with it. They would say, "Oh, it's too close to a Native American name. Uh, you still don't you still don't get the point. Why don't you take your time in choosing a name?" Now here he is. He's taking his time for whatever reason, whether it's the trademark or whether he's just making sure that he's choosing the correct name for the Washington DC area, people still have a problem with it. But I think this is this is something that's going to end up making him um it's it's gonna it's gonna make him a better looking that he will be able to earn the uh, stadium back in DC again. Because that's really his that's that's his motivation right now is to move the team back to DC. Because they've they've already told him he can't have a team unless he changes the name. Right. And see, that goes back to like you can come back, back here, but we're going to be DC. Yeah. We're going to be DC, whatever it is. Man, we're all wrong, man. They just he's just waiting for the womanizing scandal to blow over. Well, that's, <laughs> that too. That's why you know it's funny. That's why I was going to bring up the new senior vice president of the media, um, Julie Donaldson. They hired her to kind of like spin that spin that narrative a little bit. She, you know, they brought in a new head coach who's well, a place Larry head Martin. coach. And he's bringing in all his people. And then they hired Julie, who I heard on the radio yesterday talking. And, you know, she, she's super motivated, like, to, like, kind of, like, steer the ship with the new head coach. So, it's like, he, he's trying to carefully select people to, like, change the culture of the, the – I'm about to call them the skins, but the culture of the Washington football team. You know, it's like, but did you hear that there's an alliance that's asking them to open an investigation regarding the hiring of Julie Donaldson? and Terry Bateman. Wow. Yeah. First of all, let me just say this. I, I was reading about Julie Donaldson two or three years ago because she was really starting to, you know, come up in the reporting industry. And I read that um, she's from Florida. Um, and um, uh, sexual harassment and sexual abuse uh, by a boyfriend that she was dating. Um, that she had to get a massive restraining order. So when that whole story broke out, she was one of the first people to like really be go. She was like, she went gung ho on that. Like she was like, this is going to be a really, really ugly mess because she's in support of all of those women who came out um, on the sexual harassment claim. So I feel like the fact that somebody wants to investigate her as an executive on an executive level for the, you know, the, the voice of the, of the team, 
just says something about the nature of the whole club. I mean, you just got to fire everybody. Yeah, but he, <laughs> they just they just hired her. So you want to fire her? You can't fire her. Like, no, I'm just, no, 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 not her. I'm just saying the old, you got to get rid of yeah. all the old cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they all got to go. Well, most of them gone. Yeah. yeah. This most cool. of them are gone. Yeah. yeah I mean, the, the stuff that We don't even Rivera have a general manager out. yet. Yes, we do, Dan. And, <laughs> and the way it's, well, it's going to work is the general manager will kind of report to Rivera. Well, yeah, yeah because Rivera right now is a spokesperson because Dan Snyder won't say shit. Yeah. He, don't, he don't like Weird. talking. Yeah. yeah, no, but he he was going for that model like, you know, Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, those kind of coaches where they're the head person. Yeah, like you don't see you don't see Kraft talking a lot. Why didn't he make Rivera the head coach in the gym? Like, why not? I mean, essentially he is. that just doesn't have the title. Yeah, that's weird. I I, I would have just made them both. If he's coming in and he he's already hiring all his people anyway. Like anytime they do a new hire from a coach's standpoint, he's hiring his people. Why right. not let him be the GM and like let him yeah. let him steer the whole ship and get Dan Snyder out of that position of making bad choices like Westbrook back in the day and you know all the old players like he would bring in after their prime and stuff like that. I don't think that ever happens though because his phone, as long as his phone works, <laughs> it starts. You gonna take it, dude? It starts. Here's, here's a question uh, I got uh, though. Here's a here's a question I got. My question is: Are we starting to see the demise? of these NFL owners, the yes. Jets or the, the Jets owner? Are we starting to see, like, are people going to start hiring black owners and <laughs> black owners finally going to start becoming head coaches and owning teams? I think we're starting to see the demise of the, the, the elite, good old boy uh, network, the good old boy club and sports in general because, like, it started in the NBA. Now, granted, they're not really letting these players – the players who want to buy teams who have the money and they have like the, the super packs that start these teams or the buy these teams, buy the teams, but they're putting them in the conversation. I think in the next five or 10 years, you're going to see an influx of black minority owners and black majority owners. I think it's going to happen because it has to. Players don't even want to want to play for um, coaches. I mean, play for owners anymore. Like, they, like the, the one of the players, yeah. um, the Jets, was, he spoke out immediately when that, when that story came out about the Jets owner. He was like, Yeah, I don't play for that dude. Like yeah, if you're same starting, thing they said about a dude from uh from um what's it called Carolina, Tennessee. yeah from Carolina. Yeah, like, I'm not playing for him. Exactly, and then yeah, soon as those stories come out, the owners be like, "I'm putting my team up for sale. I'm just testing the waters to see who wants to buy it." Now, okay. <laughs> so in the yeah, next five or ten years, the cats, the people that we know, like the the black people that we know that are millionaires and billionaires who have the money or who have the, the, the team of people around them to build up the money to have, like, to say, like, 60 to 50% of ownership of a team will be able to be in a position to buy teams, and those players will want to play for those owners, you know? Now, I don't know what that means moving forward, but, you know. I feel like the NFL is in the back of that um, that train. That you train, know, like yeah. The, the NBA, the NBA, you know, you got Jordan as an owner, a majority owner. Mm -hmm. um, you you know you have a number of black coaches. You got, and you've historically had a number of black coaches. I mean, the sport kind of you know who plays and all that kind of lends to that. But um, baseball even had Magic Johnson, you know, become a, a major you know uh, uh, ownership uh, partner within the Dodgers. Um, 
even though I hate the Dodgers. Um, yep, same. But the but the uh, but the NFL, like the, to me, I just feel like the NFL with Kraft and Ma- Mara and um, what's the the Rooney? Is it the Rooney, Rooney family in Pittsburgh? Rooney yeah, I mean, yeah, like they Rooney's. they have this gonna be the last dog good old before. boy. Like yeah. yeah, Jerry Jones. That network I mean, that is right there. deep. Jerry Jones it's is deep, man. To say. Jerry Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, we definitely see uh, uh, something happening where the NBA is going to go first, and you might have to have like more than is thirty. Like you might have to have like twenty teams in the NBA go before you have like five NFL teams go. So I'm pretty sure it's going to go NBA, NFL, MLB, and then maybe- I think baseball is in front of NFL. To be honest, really, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. I feel like NFL. I NFL, feel like NFL is going to be way, ownership. way behind. Now, yeah. if you look at the players, yes, there's a lot more black players in the NFL. But as far as the ownership and how it's managed, mm-hmm. man, yeah. like tonight they had locked. all the Black Lives Matter stuff on the baseball games. I mean, like, yeah. I feel like the the league that door itself, is locked in the NFL, the my, NFL is the 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 last. They're the the most yeah. uh, last domino. Uh, I mean, Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell said that they're still going to allow fans in the stadium. They just have to wear masks. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I mean, you're looking at, but you are looking at like 25% capacity on the stadiums is what they're saying also. Yeah, like, but 25% of, of what, 80,000? Yeah, like 12,000 people. A lot of people. Yeah, but it's still, I mean, people. but, you know, they, they're expecting to really social, be able to social distance. Not that you're not going to sit with whoever you came with or whatever. Like, yo, dude, you see that? I'm all the way over here. I, can't I don't want this conversation <laughs> to get weird, but have you ever been in the professional stadium bathroom? <laughs> I, I think it might be unfortunately man. Like, it's it's not really unfortunately. social distance friendly in that type See, of here, here's my other point too so just too close I, to people especially in the men's room in the men's room they just got a trough <laughs> just no dividers <laughs> just say it ain't no dividers hey, man, how, you doing, how you doing Step bro up. what's up guys Step up. <laughs> Good. High five and shit. Here's my thing about baseball. <laughs> Since baseball doesn't have a cap, this is why I think that the ownership in baseball probably won't take as far as, as fast as the NFL because the NFL doesn't have a cap. Baseball don't have a cap. So you have to have a lot of capital or a lot of money to move around to even pay players to play for you, right? Well, there is a luxury tax. There's a luxury tax, right? So there's it. What is it, two billion? <laughs> it, well, I mean, it's a lot. It's encouraged 1. to 8. not pay that much, but yeah, there's there there's no cap. But um, I think that in general, though, uh, as far as book value, most of the NFL teams are worth more than baseball teams. I, I had to look that up, but I think so. Really? I know. I know. I the think top, so. The top five NFL teams are around three to four billion dollars. Like I don't know, and the Redskins are one of those top five teams. Yep. So right. I don't I don't know I, I can't I can't uh, rapidly falling speak on NLB. I have to look that up. But even still, like the the oh, way that they spend money in the NLB is vastly different from how they spend the money. Like mm-hmm. NFL players don't get paid even a scratch. Everything's incentive based. Like your rookie contract is is trash. Real talk. Even if you're coming out of the top five pick, it's trash. Like. And you have to you have to put up certain numbers to get past your rookie deal. And 
you're talking about wear and tear players, the average player in NFL don't make it past three to five years. So most players don't even make it past their rookie deals, right? And they're coming in at a league. Much. Or their rookie, their rookie deal isn't much past like a minimum of like $1.5 to $2 million a year before they can, they can max out on their potential earnings. I don't know what the numbers are in baseball, but I would imagine that they're vastly different because the sport's vastly different. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, you can play baseball for 25 years if you, you know, you manage your body. The other, the other thing about baseball so, is that a lot of the rookies don't, most of the rookies who are drafted don't start on a major league team. They start in the minor leagues first. Right. Um, I think Farm the system. exceptions are like Bryce Harper, um, Juan Soto. Uh, yep. Uh, Steven Strasburg. I'm, I'm naming Nationals because I hate all of the team. It makes sense. You know, the point point being, it's it sucks for NFL players because they get drafted so high and they have such a huge incentive, but they also have they're also prone to being injured right off the bat. AKA Darius. Is a lot less. Yeah. It's guys. There's Geis, Robert Griffin III came in off, came in off two injuries. He came off, off like two major injuries, bro. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, you don't want to – who wants to put their money – I mean, and they did put money up, but who wants to put their real money up against those type of injuries? You know, even with the way that sports medicine is moving right now, like you got people healing from like major ACL tears in like a year. But you don't, you don't want to – like me and Robert – and it, it sucks that he came in the situation he came into, but he got drafted one, and they drafted a two right after. It's like because they didn't have any faith that he was going to make yeah. it. And they they didn't they didn't protect that dude. Like that's how I felt. I went and saw that dude play, and I was like, this dude's amazing. Next game, he was out. Like he was done. You know. So it's like you don't protect your players. You know. And we're speaking from a real from a biased, like Washingtonian kind of place right now. But like that's historically around the league. Like you know. They put up. By the way, congratulations to Chase Young on his signing bonus. Yes, sir. He got paid, and he got paid a lot of money. But again, it's incentive based too. He got a twenty-two million guaranteed, I think. But the rest of that money is incentive based. Where right. it kind of happens in the NBA, but like you talking about a four-year deal, and the money is vastly different by like eighty million dollars. Like, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't it's apples and oranges, man. Like you know. And the NFL is a way more dangerous sport in terms of like your overall health and long term health effects. It doesn't. It doesn't. Not the same thing, you know. After after the game. Yeah, after the game. You know. So yeah, this Chase Young got paid. I'm hoping that that young man comes in here and destroys some. All- Please. <laughs> Please take out Daniel yeah, Jones. Yeah, disrupt a lot of people. He had 16 and a half sacks last year, I think. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully he comes in here and does his thing. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. It's going to be fun if, to watch. If we he's watch. Gonna, he, that defensive line he's on is going to make it much more interesting because he's not playing on a sorry defensive line. That defensive line has a lot of talent. Yeah, defensive line is going to – y'all going to be monsters, for real. All y'all got to do is get that dude some, some field to work with and what else you got to do. You yeah, might I, even get 7-14 for you, and then look, we spotted you 14 points. Just don't mess it up. I read a report today that said uh, – I, I can't remember what coach it was. But it was He said that Chase Young was the player that he's seen that is the most has the most tools in his toolbox that he's ever seen. Yeah. Like, coming out of college. And I was like – Come on. Yeah, you know, so – Everybody look good on paper, right. though. 
Everybody, yeah. What Mike Tyson say? Everybody look good until they get punched in the face. Everybody got a plan. Punch in the face. Everybody got a plan. So speaking, moving that forward, um, with the new players getting signed and all the new signings happening, um, NFL announced that they won't be having a preseason this year, um, and they're going to reduce their rosters to eighty. So that makes making a team that much harder because there's not as many roster spaces. Um, and we touched on a little bit with the cap of the of the audiences. How do you guys feel about no preseason games versus like? I know they were they were talking about doing like maybe cutting down the preseason game to three and having like uh, seventeen regular season games. That costs some young men a lot of money. Um, okay. There's young men that come out as undrafted free agents, and they may only play that preseason. Um, yep. And uh, even at league minimum. That's some thousands of dollars, you know, something for them to live off of that they're not going to have the opportunity to make. Sure, sure. Plus, the preseason usually is your time to showcase for other teams because you yeah. pretty much have a not, – not a 100% idea, but you have a pretty good idea knowing who else your competition is on the team that you're playing for in the preseason. I may not be here come game one of the regular season, but I can go X, Y, Z. So, you, you're eliminating their audition for other teams. Yeah, you cut yeah. off the tape. You cut off their, their audition tape. And I guess that's kind of unfortunate. But with the way the sports are moving now, and you think it's, you think it's, it's necessary? Like, do you feel like it's necessary yeah. to cut preseason? I think it is because you're getting, you're getting too many people hurt that you know that you want to save until the actual record matters. Like, I mean, there was no real I was way never a fan of preseason to begin with anyway. Yeah, there yeah. was no other way to set it up. Like, There's way too many injuries in preseason. Because you're not gonna play, not gonna play soft. Like you're gonna play full on, right? You're not, you're not playing flag. So it's no way for you to lessen the amount of injuries that you might have because y'all are going game speed. Right. I mean, let's just keep it legit. You, let's make this game count. I mean, those injuries are still gonna happen. They'll just happen the first four weeks of the season. But I guess that's better but than them not getting to play right. the season at all. Exactly. exactly. So what about the argument that players need those reps before the season starts, though? Like, the, the, you know, you don't play your starters until, like, the third, maybe the third. Maybe they might get, like, a drive on the second week, and maybe they'll get, like, a, a quarter on the second week or the third week, and right. then a half on the last yeah. week. What about that, that whole we need to build up their reps to get them in the game playing shape? Like, you're cutting that out. So the argument that, they, that I would make is that, they say they need the reps to prevent injury. The injury, the reps help them to prevent injury. So if you take out all those reps in general. Will there be more I injury? Disagree. Yeah, yeah, I disagree. Yeah, I disagree too, I, I, too because I, there are people who, who say that. that too many too many games cause injuries. Yeah, we'll find one out. Person might, yeah, one person might think regardless. that all those reps will hurt, yeah. but other people will say all those reps will jeopardize their career. I mean, yeah, we lost. We lost. Rest, rest, Washington football team lost the wide receiver. They lost Harmon. Um, I mean, not, it's, it's it's either going to happen in practice or it's going to happen in game one. But why? I'd rather you, it happen. Why give you I mean, four chances? Not happen, but yeah, of course. I'd rather it happen so in a game. Why give, why give you four chances before the games count to get hurt? Well, like, I imagine what though. Darius Geis would have would have would have done. I mean, that that dude hasn't started a season yet. Or he, he started he last year, but he didn't finish. He came out injury prone, though. He came out of college injury prone, bro. Like, yeah, I get it. Well, I mean, so did Robert Griffin III. 
That's what I'm saying. Let me get yeah, injured let him, week let him get injured of, week three instead of preseason game four. And why not? Why not just not play him till preseason game four? Like he's still you do that, He's still getting. I mean, that's on that's that's on that's on your that's on your playbook and your your plan. Your you see in practice what you feel like he might be capable of. Yo, I don't know if you're game ready yet. Or, yo, you game ready from, from the jump. As soon as you put on your pads, you go on week one. Yeah, that's you the coach's that. call. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, so, so we're just sitting here trying to figure out what week is the best week to schedule Jordan Reed's annual concussion. <laughs> Jordan Reed's gone. Jordan Reed's gone. I would say the bye week. He still wants to play. So, like, <laughs> week. so does Antonio Brown. Well, oh, jeez. <laughs> Like, right. no, I thought he just retired. He, he did. He did. He did. He, he, retired he, he didn't retire. He said he, he he didn't really retire, but he's and now he's saying he wants him to to start the investigation so that he can start playing again. He got. Paid. I think he has CTE. He got paid. He yeah. has whatever. Yes. Pass. He got paid. He got five million in grievances. He's good. Like he wants he wants people to to empathize with the fact that he he felt like he's been treated poorly by the NFL. But he's also yeah, like in the NFL very poorly, so I don't know. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how you balance. Yeah, that. it's not even funny. Like his, we gonna we might watch this man's life deteriorate after football because of what's happened to his head from these uh, collisions, man. Yeah, for sure. Because because I've I, I, and and I know people like to joke and throw stuff like that around, you know, just to say he's crazy, whatever. But I feel like it was a big change in his personality, like. He went out there with Ben, and they balled out, and they got me fantasy wins. Um, I, he was quiet. He was quiet. And, and, and he played football. And then he just started wilding, and it started at the end of Pittsburgh, and then it went to Oakland, and then it went to – Well, Pittsburgh you know, wasn't winning, and I think that was starting to frustrate him. And I think he started to blame it on Ben Roethlisberger um, because he wasn't getting as many targets. So – but you gotta get open, too. And if you, you get double, you have to. You get double team after you put up a productive year, and you get double team. It's not on Ben to get you open if they if you have a productive year. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta. I get think that's what they tried to tell him. I don't know, man. <laughs> Watching those two play with the time and that they had, it's it's crazy to me to see them not get along as people because with the timing that they had as quarterback and wide receiver, the dude didn't have to be open. I mean, that was you watch them his argument. So the dude ben, didn't even but, have but to see, be open. Ben. ben could put the ball right there with for that's him ben and he second guessing himself, though. That's what that is. That's Ben second guessing himself. Because obviously, every every time you you yell hike, I'm open. Every time, but you don't feel comfortable throwing it to me after a while, even though you see three people in front of you. No, you know how this works. Throw it to me. Right. Why are you not throwing it to me? You know that's when that's when the beef starts. Like, dude, there's other players on the field. I'm trying to get you more open, so let me throw it over here a couple times. Then they gonna shade that way. Then I can hit you. No, that sounds that sounds up. like that sounds like the always conversation up. between Phil Jackson and Jordan in yeah. the playoffs when he was like, "Look, we're gonna try something different." He's like, "You're you're the one that's always, you know, running Kirk. down the paint." He says, "You have the ball, Kirk. run down the paint, give Kick it to Steve, Steve Kerr Kirk. outside outside <laughs> the outside the line." You know, can you imagine if he didn't hit that shot, how pissed Jordan would be? Do you just like imagine how? Pissed he would be if he did not Kerr, hit that Kerr shot. Kerr wouldn't be on. Kerr wouldn't have been on that team at all. Yo, that's what been called the last dance for Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> at all. 
all. He would have never coached the Warriors. <laughs> Steph Curry would have never been born. Oh, like, stuff with the history would have been different, man. Everyone would have missed that shot. Oh, <laughs> man. He said you. He said you. That's a reminder of a Like, quantum leap. And you go back, like, oh, he hits the back. Send him back. Speaking of Draymond Green would have played football like everything would have been. No, I know it's against. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was against. I know it was against our team, but how do y'all really feel about what Bo Bo did against the Wizards yesterday? I think I think what Bo Bo did doesn't merit him getting drug tested. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I don't think That's he ridiculous. Getting drug tested, like he had sixteen, ten, and six, like. That's not, that's not, and, if he had 75, 25, and 19, I'm like, you test that nigga, but like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just I living mean, up to his 2K character, plus, man. Plus, but he did it. He did it against, like, third, almost. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't the first team. It was not the first. The Wizards first are starting for out of the Wizards, man. So, hold up. Let's, let's, let's John Wall wasn't, wasn't playing. Let's get out of football and then let's go into basketball. So just last last thoughts about football. Season happening or no? You think it's gonna happen or no? Football. I think, gonna, I, I think football is gonna end before it starts. Yeah, they're gonna start it and then shut it down. Yeah. Right. Agreed. All right. They're gonna start I don't it. Think it's gonna, I think it's gonna get out of hand. Yep. They're gonna try and it's gonna be a mess and they're gonna have to pull back. Well, we just have to wait. College football, I don't think it's gonna happen. I, like, I don't think they're gonna try. Does. Not at all. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not having, I can't even imagine. They have bigger stadiums. Like, I, you know, there's just no way they can pull it's that. It's not going to happen. It's a lot of money being lost. Yeah. Playing football in an empty football stadium has to seem weird. I mean, because that's a big place to not have people in. That's yeah. not like baseball. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but you know, like, I know we're getting ready to go to basketball. You know they're using the sound from 2K to, to, to act like crowd noise for the wow. players. In, in Orlando, they're actually using video game uh, like crowd noise, so they could do it for football. It, like you said, it's just gonna be weird. You need something. They need the players need something to motivate. Wow, that, fans there's a it, motivating factor. That's a big place to be empty, that's though. Huge, the place, the place holds eighty to one hundred thousand people, and you have <laughs> you feel that no fifty people do. in there. You gonna feel that? Uh, <laughs> what you feel you know, if, if you have you guys watched any of the NBA games that they've been showing, like the highlights they've been showing, and how like hollow it feels? It feels hollow watching the games a little bit. Like, it feels like a rec game. Yeah, yeah. It feels yeah. like a rec game. Yeah, it well, like, it is. It feels like Indeed. ESPN three. Indeed. Like you're watching like like high school ball from ESPN three. Yep. This happened to be NBA players just playing. Yeah. And it don't even look like they even try. I watched some footage of Giannis playing. That he was just dunking. Like, there was nothing. I was like, this is this is. Unfair. It feels yeah. It feels like a pickup game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But we just happen to have uniforms. Moving on to basketball. Basketball will be back officially July 30th with the Clippers playing the Lakers. I think that's the main – I mean, you see, see I'm rocking my LeBron. But uh, with that being said, we can get into this conversation about the accolade or the, um, the awards because there's a big thing going on about who's getting what awards since they're using all the stats from before COVID happened. So – We'll go down the list. We have MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, Executive of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year. We'll start with the MVP conversation. And, of course, the conversation goes between Giannis and LeBron. They're arguing about the numbers. Now, if you look on paper, Giannis 
averages his numbers are a little better than LeBron's, but the 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 argument is LeBron came from the East, and they said he couldn't be MVP in the West, and arguably he's putting up if not better numbers as a team leader in the West than he did in the East. So my question to you guys is, first off, who is your MVP for the NBA season? 2020, what is it, 2019, 2020? He shall not be named (laughs) because I can't pronounce it. Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's close. That's close. Close, close. I I, I think I know who he was talking about. Uh, I'm going to say LeBron <laughs> because um, uh, I'm looking at all of the moves that were made in the offseason that were probably uh, preempted by LeBron, especially uh, getting um, Anthony Davis uh, and beefing up that team and getting rid of um, uh, Lonzo Ball. Uh, so, unfortunately, losing Brandon Ingram. Who's balling? Yeah. He is he's balling. But look at look at the improvement of that team based solely off of the fact that LeBron had to take an L the season before so that they could prepare a good fitting team to win the West. So that's why I give LeBron the MVP this year. So John, that's an interesting take because um it's like you're taking his GM work into consideration along with his basketball and I'm just thinking about basketball playing and I actually did right. the opposite of what you did my reason for going with Giannis is because he, he doesn't no have AD he, no he doesn't have AD to help him out <laughs> well, he got so it's like this dude well, he is got balling Middleton. by himself he got Middleton. And Middleton, he got Middleton. Middleton is, a, is, a, is a shooter that's true that's true I'll, I'll jump in real quick and I'll, I'll piggyback on John I think Giannis is a force to be reckoned with. I think he still has some game to develop. But to be LeBron and to be able to manage a team, put them in the number one seed in the West, when they were not even in conversation two years ago, and they weren't in conversation for about 10 years. For a while. He came there. And to have them be number one before COVID happened, to be able to manage a team like that, and to be able to put up the numbers he put up in his 17th year in the league. That's where I was going. He gets, he gets my vote because if, if, if you watch the dude play, he's still putting up 25, 27, 29 points a game. Yeah. 20, he's, he's averaging 25, 7, and like 6 at right. 35 years old. Yeah. Right. And and now that's, I mean, they're that's winning. Good. They're winning. Yeah. Like, they, they're beating people. Like, yeah. they were number one in the West. The argument that they have between Giannis and LeBron is LeBron leads a team. Like, he makes everybody around him better. Giannis, if you if you trap Giannis, who else you got on that team? You got to have yeah. – you got to force him to you make the You still have decision. Giannis because he's still getting the buckets. <laughs> he's still getting the buckets for sure. <laughs> like, you got you to gotta think about it. Like, when, if, you, if, you, if you put three or four players on, on Giannis, you put the whole team on Giannis, Giannis going you can you can you can give you can say Giannis is going to get thirty. Let Giannis get his thirty. Nobody else on that team is going to produce. You put if you put shooters around LeBron, they gonna win games. Period. And LeBron still gonna get twenty five. But I mean, the, even outside of that, like when they were talking about Jordan wasted his time with the Wizards, he was still like really killing 
but people don't really they don't pay attention to the numbers aspect. They just know he was at the serious twilight of his career. This right. dude was like he said, seventeen. So he was still putting them. I mean, but that's yeah, that's, but he was I mean, balling. Unlike, yeah, he was balling. That's what LeBron is doing now. If you really get into what Jordan did at the, at, with the Wizards, his first year, he wasn't he wasn't balling. His second year, they made it, they went to the playoffs. Yep. And Jordan was what 39, 40? Yep. So like yep. and he was he was they I mean, he didn't I, play the whole season either. I remember watching nope. it. They were like Jordan got better every game. He was getting yep. better because he was getting his, he was getting his legs back. And then yep. you know he kind of he stepped away the way he stepped away. But like I mean that that's the only thing that's the only reason like I'll give it to LeBron because right now you can't only thing you can't beat is Father Time. We can stack your roster as much as we want. If you can't deliver because you old, then that's different. <laughs> That's different because you can see when you can see when Kareem was like slowing down. You can see when you know I know I'm dating myself. You can see when like these other cats was like, yo, you might want to hang it up, dog. You can't catch this youngster. If you go more recent than that, the way they were playing Tim Duncan on his minutes when he was coming yeah. down the line, Tim Duncan yeah. wasn't playing to the playoffs. Like yeah. Tim Duncan didn't play until like the second round of playoffs. Yeah. He coming yeah. in, he raved the crowd, he shoot a jumper and be like, all right, I'm going back to the locker room. I'm done. <laughs> the whole season. <laughs> and then when the playoffs came around. You turn them on. You activate that yeah. and dunk the championship. Same thing with Garnett. That's the same thing Garnett. Load management. Yeah, same thing. He's not. He's, not, he's not even like. Right. He's load not even management. like. It's like LeBron is not even entertaining load management, which is weird. But you know. But it also has something to do again with sports medicine and yes. the amount of money that he spends on maintaining his body, yeah. keeping his body in top tip top shape. The dude played yeah. sixteen years before he had a major injury. So like. But he's also been playing. But you also got to remember, he's also been playing almost at this speed since he was like 12, 13. Exactly. That's even That's crazy. That's why it's impressive. And, you, I mean, even even last year, before he got injured, they were in the top five in the West. Right. They, they, were, they were over 500. And, you know, pushing, arguably, I mean, they would have made a playoff run his first year as a Laker. They would have went – I mean, I, I, I don't know if they would have made it to the finals. But they would have made a playoff run for sure. So sure. factoring all these things to me, and I say when Giannis develops his jumper a little bit better, when he develops that overall game, he'll be he'll be MVP. If he plays 15 years, he'll be MVP for eight or nine of those years. Me personally. But where I, does that leave? But where does that where does that leave AD though? I mean, we'll see what AD does. I, they have I, a similar to me. They have a similar game. I think AD's I think he's a dominant force. I think why he gets overlooked right now is because LeBron's on that team. Exactly. So once so LeBron, LeBron steps away, I think AD, the, then you got AD versus Giannis. That's gonna be nasty. I, I'm gonna say in five Don't years. Don't sleep on Zion. Zion I was about to say nice that in, fi, in, in five years. <laughs> I give I give Zion five years. Trey Young. We gave we gave. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? And you just doing that because it's Trey. That's not that, that you got you hide. You're not being I'm Trey old. You know? <laughs> 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 so who's the interesting point though? So we we'll we'll I'm Zion is a force. No doubt about it. I think Zion has three years before he starts to not kind of play Griffin. I think he got a year and a half. Yeah, he got a year and a half because wow. his his, leg, dude, his legs are crazy. His legs are ridiculous, and like, it, he's gonna be a monstrous like demand. So it's just gonna be like, yo, this is what I want to do. You're not stopping me. He's a he's a more 
like I guess he has more finesse to me like Barkley had. You know what I mean? He's got that kind of like Barkley. Yeah, he got more finesse. I, think, I feel like I, he's, I feel like he's more agile than Charles. He's, he has a Charles Barkley build, but he's just more agile. I think I think he has the the attributes of a rhino. <laughs> like, like, no, no, no. That's but that's a, that's how they looked at LeBron. Remember that? How looked, it was like get out of his way. Like LeBron ain't really finessing nobody. He wasn't. He was just yo. I'm going to the hole. You're not gonna stop. I'm six nine. I'm. I'm all, I feel like I'm seven five. Get out of my way. He got yeah, a little more like, bulk than LeBron. Yeah, yeah, cause but he's six what six six two seventy something. Yeah, yeah. So, he carrying it way more solid. <laughs> yeah, but for how yeah. you you see he's gonna carry that weight for a year. <laughs> so when he's twenty three, he's gonna be done. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> His knee's gonna be shot. I said twenty-eight before you had to change the game around. You said twenty-three, nigga. Yeah, damn. <laughs> knee's gonna be done. All right. So I mean, okay, okay. Hey, I think I think there's one more person that I think bears being recognized for the MVP. Well, and this year. Maybe not this year, but I think are you talking about this year? This this year's totally because we don't we don't know what LeBron's gonna be able to do next. Everything year. got an asterisk this year anyway. Who I you think got, okay, if this this year he Dr. Fauci, I think, I think MVP. I think he still has a lot of work. He still has a lot of work to do, but he has been so impressive, and that's Luka Doncic. Mm, he's been balling. I don't know he's, if he's MVP. I, I mean he But he's been balling. I I, been balling. I think he's a I think he is not a close third, but he's definitely in that third place range. His he consistency is, is there. His consistency is yeah, definitely yeah. I, I don't I I'm don't think even... he's close to LeBron or Gian, or, or, or Giannis at the moment. But if there was someone that I would third place category would be him. See I, I think it comes down to impact too, like how you impact yeah. the game. Because it's a lot it's a lot of people that can have that third spot. Jason Tatum. Yeah. He's balling. Yeah, you but got, I'm, I'm got, talking you got about Booker. You got Kawhi. Yeah, but I'm talking about as far as uh, the the impact that the crowd has on 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 a player, like the type of impact that the or in reverse, the type of impact that the player has on the crowd and the fan base. Like around December and January, Luka Doncic was like the everybody was talking about that cat. Yeah, and and so and his numbers were were very very impressive so i mean like i said he's he's not a close third but he's he's the he's a third place candidate that i feel like is a little bit above other other players at the moment yeah. I, you know i agree with that i agree with that i think that i think that luca he falls into the the trap of being one of those overall players that they still put the European tag on, so like it's like his game is all all around, but he's not the dominant force that the, you kind of have to be to be considered for MVP. Like, sure. So, yeah. and, and until he has that, and they said the same thing about LeBron for years. You know, it's like LeBron doesn't have that killer Kobe Mamba like right. mentality, but you can't you can't deny the way he affects the game. Period. Like he he right. makes everybody around him better. And this is when you have the conversation about team ball versus like an individual award like the MVP. And the argument that they always make is like MVP is the most valuable player to that team. Like 
who is the most valuable player to their team versus who's the most valuable player in the NBA. Like, who's putting up the numbers, you know? You know that's kind of biased, though. I mean, there's a political For sure. aspect. For sure, yeah, yeah. How your team performs, how, how um, you know, like, pertinent your team is in the overall season. Like, if your team is – like, for example, if <laughs> – if Bradley Beal or John Wall just balled out ridiculously, had the best season ever, they're just like the best. Led the league in scoring. But they're on right. the Wizards. You're right, but they're on the right. Wizards. Nobody cares. You know what's interesting about that, too? Bradley Beal was balling out, and he barely made the All-Star team. Barely made the All-Star team. He's putting up close to 30 well, points. He actually Wait, did. He did not. He kind of made it. He backed in because somebody got the All-Star hurt. team. And your man was averaging like 30 points a game. Yep, so that's my point. So the MVP has definitely got that political. Uh, yeah, it's, the, it's a media award. So, the you know, what the press sees and what the people see. If you're not on, on TNT enough times in, in the course of the year, <laughs> you're not going to be able to be MVP no matter what you're doing. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, even the argument that when LeBron lost that la- the last season in Cleveland, that he still should have been the finals MVP when they lost. Now, granted, he was averaging a triple double, so it's like, but you can't yeah, give you can't give a losing team player the MVP for the finals if he doesn't win, even though he put up the numbers that suggest that he should have won that he should have won that one that year. I feel like I've seen that happen once in my life. The losing team got the MVP. Really? I can't think of which one it was. Somebody did. I don't even remember uh, which sport it was. I can tell you who it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't the Cavs. And it wasn't LeBron. It wasn't. It, wasn't, it, it wasn't. should have been J.R. Smith. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. he, he was the most valuable player for the. For, for the Obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah. Them. For yeah, Golden LeBron uniform. still likes him. LeBron still likes him. LeBron they're, loves yeah. him. They're back together. LeBron yep. loves him. Like, they got Hennessy in the bubble. <laughs> hey. All right. So, with that being said, we talked about the MVP. They they gave they they saying that Lou Williams is going to be Sixth Man of the Year. Um, most I agree with player, that. Brandon Ingram, which I think is, I don't I don't even like to say he's most improved. I just think the dude he just dope. Like he just never really had a chance to like shine. I mean he did, but like he was we we forget that the dude's probably I think he's like twenty three. 22. He's he's so yeah, he's been in the league since he was like 18. So like right. the Lakers, he's like he showed he showed promise. He showed all these little glimpses of promise. But like you said, they traded, they got rid of all those guys. Lonzo, all those guys went and you know they took like five players for AD. And you see the impact that AD immediately had on the Lakers, but then you saw the mm. impact that Brandon had on the Pelicans. So Pelicans, yeah. Saying he's the most improved player, I think, is is kind of like a disservice to him in his game. But if you got to give him an award, I would give him that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, it goes on the same thing, you know. Political. Now he most improved is really sometimes maybe most more recognized. I mean, he he has more uh, airtime. I mean, if you didn't. It, if you take it literally as his game improved in what you're saying, but as far as his output in the NBA improved because uh, other factors were involved, but his still his output improved. So, right, 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 yeah. Right. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think I think we're all in, in in agreement that. Well, we I think we split down the line between who should be MVP. 
I think in the fact that they're using stats from pre-COVID and pre-pandemic, it's kind of it's a kind of hard toss-up. Like we won't we won't really know where it's going until maybe like halfway through this season. Um, but we all have our different opinions about it. I, of course, I'm Team LeBron because I think we I think that he he's the most impressive from a team standpoint. And since it's a team game, it's not like tennis. You know, you're out there by yourself. Um, I would just hope that he would get it. But I wouldn't be surprised if Giannis got it. Put it like that. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't so the whole thing is I picked Giannis, but I wouldn't be mad if it was LeBron. Like, he could get it. I mean, he, he's worthy for you know of it, too. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of one of them things, like, somebody has yeah, to be of, it. They, yeah, they're not going to name him Cole, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, I think that's that's our basketball subjects for today. Um, in, what about what about rookie of the year? I saw Ja. They giving it to Ja. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think he earned it because he he put in the most input. Yeah. Versus output, like he had the he had the 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 numbers and he had the resume. Like Zion comes in as the phenom, so everybody's talking about Zion. But you can't deny what Ja was doing. You can't deny. Definitely cannot deny. He's and the numbers. So you can, the only reason the only reason you could deny it is if Zion played from game one, but he didn't. He did so not. Can't. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, you know, and I feel like that would be the, one of the biggest snubs in the history of the game if they gave it to Zion just based on the fact that Zion, Zion. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's almost like Zion should be ineligible for it. Like he didn't right. really play yeah. right much. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Right. If you go per stats per game, the numbers don't add up. Like you don't have as many games. But if you if you take the the stats that I think they're taking, which is like the thirty six, like the, the how they do the average for thirty six games before you you put out your overall average, I think the numbers are on par. But Ja played way more. He made more of an impact on his team, you know, and he became a dominant force for Memphis um, in a short period of time. Like he. He came from a school. He came from a no-name school, technically. Like, he was making noise at the school he was at. But then when he came to the league, it's like, I'm here. Like, you have to respect my game. And yeah. the stuff he was doing was, was, was crazy. Like, the between-the-legs stuff and the dunking on catch. Like, mm-hmm. man, like, jumping from, like, jumping over. There's, there's one clip where he just jumped over his 7'2 center. He just jumped over the dude. Like, and his arm was like, <laughs> this the rim. His arm was here. He was just like, yeah, you're going to take this. You're going to take that. Like and then I, I remember one dunk he did he missed the dunk but it was so impressive how high he got it. Cash was just like just give him the two points, man. Just fuck, just give it. They just gave. They just, <laughs> did you see? They just uh, they just did. They hit one of his recent highlights where he did the oop reverse, and like he caught it like going down, and Oof. went back up with it. Reverse. Boy got, got hops, man. He got hops. Yeah. But he got, he got game too. Like it's not just hops. He got he got yeah. like, the game. Yeah. Like, he's a, he's a He's an effective point. And he plays point, right? Is he point shooting? Yeah, yeah he points. He's, he's an he's an effective scoring point guard. So yeah. I think it's a disservice to to say that him and Zion are on par for that rookie of the year award. Now, yeah. again, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it to Zion just because Zion got all the all the all the fans. I would. And when he came, yeah, I would too. He didn't I play would. enough. I would be. I he would didn't play enough. Play like that ain't right. <laughs> Yeah, fair, but I wouldn't be surprised. I'm, I also agree with the guys. I don't think it's fair, but I would not be surprised. That's all I'm saying. I would be like, ah, I can see that. He's on the cover of 2K21. I get it, but he's 
He's like the. I mean, if 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 it's Zion, then it's the rookie of the month award because he ain't played a year. How you gonna be rookie of the year and you ain't played a year? <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, count it. I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I listen. I'm in agreement with you on that. Um, I think it's interesting how many superstars we have in the NBA now that kind of get overlooked for all these individual accolades because there's so many of them. Like a year ago, James Harden was all to talk about MVP. His name didn't come up in the conversation. It went straight to two guys. It's those two guys, nobody else, you know. And the argument that they make about LeBron versus Giannis, and I'll leave it at this point, is that. When LeBron was in the East, the East wasn't as credible when LeBron was there. But now the East is credible because Giannis is there. So it's, it's weird. It's, weird. it's a weird take on it, you know? Like, if LeBron was still in the East, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation about who was the MVP of the East. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I, don't like, I, I don't even like that conversation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because, I mean, I get that you play most of your teams against um, – you know, your conference, most of your games against the teams in your conference. Yeah. But, I mean, everybody still plays everybody. You got the footage, the matchups. The how, I mean, you see it happen. You, you play everybody. It's an 82-game season when there's not COVID. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, when they say, oh, well, he's an e-, – when you're talking about going to the finals and going to a championship, then the conference is mad. But when you talk about individual accolades, they're playing in the same league and they're matching up. They just might not be matching up as frequently, but they are. And you get to see them against each other. So I don't know why why we even do that. And the argument the that we make is that when LeBron played against Giannis, they all they won. And LeBron always defended Giannis. And Giannis didn't have the same numbers that he has normally when LeBron checked him. So, all right. Well, in that case, but you could still make that argument with them being in different conferences because it would still happen, just not as many times. Fair enough. You know, you right. You you still have a twice to go on. You see him four times as opposed to seeing him twice. So it's like right. I mean, but you still can. You can still. You still have some, uh, 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 you know, statistical information or at least a matchup to watch or two matchups to watch that you can um, base your uh, assessment off of. Yeah. So I know people like to talk about this one conference being stronger than the other thing, but I just think, I think in some arguments it doesn't, it's not really as much of a point as it is in others. That's all I'm saying. That's more the team, that's more the team argument than it is the player. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why they want to, they want to get rid of conferences altogether, like moving forward. I think that's an interesting concept to get rid of East and West conferences and just have the best teams play against the best teams and it gets the playoff for a standpoint. But I think the love that people have for the East and the West kind of like makes that a very difficult thing to do. I was going to say the only thing that had the the thing you were, uh, well, I won't say the only, the only, the thing that I uh, think about uh, when you break up conferences and divisions and regional stuff like that is you run the risk over years of losing rivalry. Yeah. Rivalries are built around the people you play all the time. Yeah. You know, and that are, and sometimes are, are geographically close to each other. Um, sometimes they're not, but, you know, but often in, in the NBA, they are geographically close to each other and they play each other a lot. And that that's how rivalries develop. So when everybody is seeing each other the same amount of times, 
you might get less of the rivalry thing for the fans and stuff like that. And yeah. I think rivalries are good for sport. Oh yeah, definitely. Like without without rivalries, you don't build those. You don't have those strong storylines that kind of lead up to people. Yeah. The championship. Those exciting games to say, yeah. you know, such and such is playing such and such today. You know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need that shit. It's fine. Yeah. I hate to call my man out like this, but being a Bengals fan, I wouldn't be worried about Robert. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm worried about Cleveland. That's all I'm really worried about. Like, wait, 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 wait. Just tell us, just tell the podcast who your quarterback is again. <laughs> Andy, du- no. Oh, uh, Joe Burrow. He's a cowboy. Yes, He's a cowboy. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yep. I, well, let's let's take a poll. How many years you think Joe Burrow's gonna actually play in the NFL? I'm gonna Joe give Burrow? him. I'm gonna give him uh, at least six. Uh, no, no. Okay. Let me let me let me let me redefine the question or like make it more direct. How many years you think he's gonna play in the NBA, NFL as a starter? <laughs> oh, he's gonna play. Now, at least your four. question should be. Hold on. Years. Hold on. Your question should be. But your question should be how many years he's gonna play for the Bengals as a starter. Two and a possible. Because he because he, he get possible. He's playing spades. They still got they still got Baker Mayfield as a Cleveland starting quarterback, and he should have been gone a year ago. So two and a possible. They saying, he never they been saying a he didn't really they just, they saying he didn't have a legit year. So this year is gonna be his first legit year. Yeah, okay. Okay. They stick right, with quarterbacks whatever. in that division. Yeah, we do. They ain't stick with Dalton, and he. <laughs> like, oh, we he was there for a while. No, that's the yeah, problem. They did know. stick with Dalton. Yeah, he was there he for started. a while, though. Yeah, nine started. years for sure. But then you and go... Carson Palmer was a quarterback since <laughs> Moses yeah. graduated from high yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> since reception of football. <laughs> Was I mean, Boomer Sison and then Carson Palmer. Those are the two history. Those are the franchise quarterbacks. That's the history <laughs> of Boomer, Bengals quarterback. Carson Palmer, Andy Dalton. That's the only quarterback <laughs> they ever had. Who was the quarterback that had the leather helmet? Him and then Carson Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I think, I think. Oh, shit. I tell you one thing: when Joe Barrow come out that locker room smoking a cigar, is over. over. Oh man! He come out. He got a cigar attached to his football helmet. <laughs> like, like, all right, this dude. Take it down a notch, bro. Take it down a notch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He was doing. He was doing way too much. Y'all don't even have Broadway, Agent, Agent Green. He's, is he still there? Agent Green is he injured right nah, now? Nah, he's. He right. He. He. We gonna see how long he. He, he we'll see. I mean, what's, his, what's his over under? Week four? Week, you know, week, week seven? <laughs> yeah, he, he, get, he get three in a possible. He get three. Right. You talk about your boy concussion. He gonna, he gonna, he gonna hurt his leg. Mm. What's, what's your man? Uh, your man uh, is it's John's boy. Not, not really, but Kirk Cousins. When they put up that clip of him rolling out and throwing a pass and the dude, <laughs> the dude was like... <laughs> No, that no. They asked they asked Minnesota Vikings fans to post the video of themselves catching a pass from Kirk Cousins, and everybody that submitted videos <laughs> were <laughs> their videos of, of balls being overthrown. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Man, 
So you see one clip of Kirk in a play action, and he throws the ball, and the next clip is somebody looking at the ball going over there. <laughs> over the house. Yeah, that's <laughs> you like that? Yeah. Oh, I love that. That was no it's chill. So man. accurate. It's so accurate. Yeah. I said, Jock, look, Jock can attest. No, it's not accurate. That's the problem. Y'all can have him. Jock can attest for about four years. I, I, I shitted on Kirk Cousins. Like I was like, yeah. I don't understand why he's getting this franchise tag. I don't get it. I don't get it. Cut that bone, get rid of him. It's like, nah, pay him. He knew somebody. He knew somebody. I was was the one that said that they should give him a contract when he was worth $15 million a year because we didn't have anybody else. I'm glad they did. But there there was nobody else. He'd still be here. All we did was just throw throw money away. We'd be be on tour arguing. I'd be like, But he probably wouldn't be the starting quarterback. We be on tour. I'm like, yo, <laughs> cut that bum. John's like, Pam. I'm like, that he's a bum. <laughs> he's a bum. Cut him. Like, I never disagree with you that he was a bum. Yeah, you like, I, I, <laughs> but that's what that was my thing. I'm like, they ain't got nobody else, and who they gonna draft? They're not. They don't have a first. They didn't have a first round pick. They traded their first and second round pick. So you're not gonna get a quarterback. So you might as well pay the man. Pay the man what he's what he's worth, and they waited. They waited too long, and then he took him to the playoffs, lost in the playoffs, and by that time he was already worth over twenty five million a year. I'm like, well, y'all just wasted y'all's money. Uh. Anyway, but I'm glad if you didn't commit, don't commit late. Just let him. Just they did right. Just let him go, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So moving moving on, we're gonna go on to the next subject. So uh, Seattle announced today that they were going to expose the NHL announced rather that they were going to expand to the 32 team roster the 32 team um uh uh what's the word I'm looking for Jesus I can't think they, they, they brought an expansion team League. 32 teams now and the team that they picked was Seattle and they are going to be called the Seattle Kraken now I don't know if you guys have seen uniforms Kraken uh, off but they they look pretty. Released the Kraken. Are they cracking? Yeah, they're cracking. They're, crack. they're pretty dope. Okay. Pretty dope uniforms. Yeah. They're gonna be um, big. They're gonna be big in California. They're gonna be, they're gonna be <laughs> Yeah, and they, I think they're slated to come in the 2021-2022 season. Um, so post COVID. Yeah, yeah, post for sure. Post COVID, like I think the well, last you gonna, you gonna open a you gonna open a new arena with no. <laughs> a new arena, a brand new oh, arena, yo, grand opening, grand closing. So <laughs> Who's playing? Who's playing? Nobody. Nobody. Oh they just dropped. Let's, Let's hear it for Seattle. <laughs> no, we can't. We, no. no one has ever been in this arena, <laughs> and will be. The last so, team that they announced was, uh, I mean, the last team I think, the thirty-one team was the Vegas Golden Knights, which is 2017. So now they have 32 teams. And I think they're going to play a full season this year, if I'm not mistaken, John. They playing full season? Um, no. They're going to um, – yeah, they're starting um, – I forget when they're starting, but they're starting soon. And they're going to have hub cities. So there's, they're yeah. going to have uh, the Stanley Cup, the, all the teams that made the, the Stanley Cup playoffs. 
are going to play in Edmonton and in Toronto. Um, so the Capitals, uh, most of the most of the teams in the East are going to go to uh, Toronto, and everybody in the West is going to Edmonton. And I think oh, so, this so is the Canada first time that hockey. I was going to say that. Yeah, I, was about to I mean, say it's, it's a Canadian it's a Canadian sport. So, um, but no from what there. I understand, <laughs> from what I understand, I wonder who um, they didn't want coming to Canada. Hey, hey. I tell you what it's a boot. It's they a don't boot. want it. <laughs> what is it a boot? I, I feel like boot? um they are allowing more teams qualify for the Stanley Cup than they have in the past um because of where they were when COVID started. Mm-hmm. Um so it's actually gonna be the 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 playoffs are gonna be really, really, really competitive because right now you got I think the Capitals are in third in the Eastern Conference, um, and in second is Tampa Bay. And we've seen the type of luck Tampa Bay has had in the last three or four years. They were the number one seed twice, and they were number one last year, lost in the first round. Lost, they, were, yep. they were number one two years ago, second and round, they yeah. lost to the Capitals in the Eastern Conference yep. Finals. Mm-hmm. So, um, And right now, Boston is number one. Um, but Washington has had Boston's number for a very, very long time. And of course, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, they're in it. Our, that's our Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then over in the West, I'm just looking online right now on NHL.com. The defending world Stanley Cup champion, um, St. Louis Blues are number one. And the Vegas Golden Knights are in third. Um, but then you they have like the that. A great squad this yeah. year. And the Dallas Stars, they're a team that hasn't really touched the playoffs in a very, very long time. So they're starting to make a little bit of noise. So it's going to be really interesting to see, especially in the East. The East is probably the most competitive, uh, the most difficult conference to play. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in these first two rounds. I'm guessing it's going to be Washington and the Islanders. Um, Trey, you might, you might, you might be able to you might know the answer to that one because if it's the Islanders, that means Capitals are going to be playing their former head coach. So, all right. That's going to be, that's going to be crazy, which in my opinion, I thought was a terrible move for them to let him go. Um, I don't mind the the coach that they got right now because he was the offensive uh, the offensive head coach, but um, it's very so weird to, to let go of your coach the season you win it all. Like I, that is yeah. weird to me. They didn't. They didn't yeah. believe. They didn't believe that he. What's um, the reason? First of all, they didn't believe that he was he was asking for too much money, and they thought that he didn't do enough to deserve that much money. So, and that was his final number, and they didn't give it to him. So he went to New York. But the thing about Barry Trotz is that he's been, before he came to the Capitals, he was a head coach for 17 seasons with the Nashville Predators. And he took the Nashville Predators to the playoffs. And they actually, he took them to the Western Conference Final. And he almost won. It took them game, I think game seven is when they lost in overtime. So I, I was a huge fan of Barry Trotz when he came to D.C. And I thought he would be here for a long, long time. So I was actually kind of disappointed um, that they let him go. But I was trying to be optimistic because this was the same group of people 
that let go of the general manager the year before, who is now the yeah. general manager of the Vegas Golden Knights when we played them in the Stanley they, Cup. Where they balling. Now look at them. Yeah. So it looks like <laughs> it looks like the Capitals have the Flyers. And oh, we got Philly. It's a round, yeah. r- round robin. Everybody's doing weird stuff this year. So I, uh, it's yeah. a round robin first, and then okay. Yeah. Some but people try to just adopt, adopt. Some people tried to adopt the soccer uh, setup. But no, but no, no, no. Hold on. We play a bunch. It's a round robin, so we play a bunch of people. We yeah, play it's a bunch of teams. We play the Flyers, then we play the Bruins. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. I don't really understand it, but um, yeah, this I'm, is not I'm, really. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure it out myself. I'm. I'm not, I don't uh, understand how this works. Yeah. I'm not a hockey fan per se. I'm just a Capitals fan. I just I became a Capitals fan in like 2005, <laughs> so uh, I'm still trying to understand how doing this sort of thing right now because this well, is something completely different. Baseball's playoffs is going to be different. It's going to be eight teams in each uh, conference yeah. um, and in each league, I should say. And, First round, uh, best of three. Yeah, yeah. At, and best of three, and all three games are at the home teams. I mean, the the higher seeds uh, spot. So how, how so so they're gonna do what? Well, because those other teams wouldn't have made the playoffs anyway in normal baseball. They wouldn't even been in the playoffs. So you've got the division winner, and you got the runner up in every division. Plus, then two more teams, the two remaining teams with the best <laughs> records are wild cards. It gives you a total of eight in each league. And then um, one plays eight, two plays seven, you know, kind of like the, the, you know, eight, like a tournament. Right. And um, then I I saw something that I didn't follow. I don't know if they're going to implement this, but where the the top seed gets to pick their opponent, I don't think that's going to happen, though. Um, But Mm. I think it's going to be just one against eight. And in the first round – those bottom four have to play all three games at the other team's spot. Because – and the reason they're doing it is they're going to finish the World Series on schedule. So that first round is going to go quick because they're going to just do three games at whatever site and they're just going to keep, keep it moving. Yeah. No travel days. Uh, right. So That's what they're going for. Like, they're just trying to get That's this what they're going back for. to like a sense of normalcy then with the – Yeah. Okay. Got it. They're going to make the season end on time. Right. The World yeah. Series is going to end in the end of October when the it end would of October. have ended. Yeah. Even with the new format. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean. It you- makes sense, though, because you don't want this. You want to try for this not to impact next year. Because look at the NBA. The NBA is already impacted in the next season. Yeah, this thing right. is so bad. Because this is going to finish in October. They, yeah. So even if COVID went away tomorrow, they're already screwed up for next year because the schedule's all off. Yeah. This is why they got to cancel. So that's why they got to cancel it, man. Right. I, I just don't understand. Right. It, it didn't make how sense for them. To, but messed like, up for years to come, yeah. But like Beverly said, if LeBron want to play, we playing. If LeBron say we playing, we playing. Mean, so y'all can stop crying. LeBron, if LeBron and TV say we playing. The TV money is a little bit too much to they they lose the TV money. And that's that's why the NBA season even happened in the first place because of that TV money. That TV. I mean, what's you, what's what's gonna happen if this is I mean, God? Forbid, God forbid, but 
what the hell is going to happen if LeBron gets COVID and dies? <laughs> is that when they make the decision? It's a very say, morbid scenario, John, should. but that's extreme. But I'm, just, that's that I'm, extreme. I'm, only, I'm only saying if that, that happens, people found out. Not, if that I'm happens, only, I'm only, only saying, canceled. I'm not, only not saying that. 14 days, he said dies. Yo, yeah, because said, listen. I didn't know All sports will be canceled. I'm only saying that. I'm only... I'm only saying that because we found out this morning that Juan Soto contracted right. COVID and everybody laughed at Ryan and said he wasn't going to play because he doesn't want to put his family at risk and he doesn't want to oh, be at risk. Going, everybody started to troll him. Everybody started clowning him. And somebody Not even me. commented and said, well, Ryan Zimmerman is going to be, Ryan Zimmerman is going to be injured anyway. He might as well not play. Now, I mean, it's like, who's laughing now? Like, we don't have our star player starting the game, and they lost. I'm yeah. just saying, like, what, at what point, at what cost are we, you know, we're putting people's lives like in, you said, in a sense money. of danger. It's the love of money, man. It's the love of money. I, I mean, mean it's not to get off topic, but I'm having a conversation right now about my, my two-year-old going to preschool, my, my two-year-old yeah. going to pre-K. And my, my wife and I are like, he's not going. And the head of the school is like, I wish I could make the decision, but it's about money. And teachers need to make money, and the county need, and, and the school needs to make money. That's I'm like, so you want, you want some kids, kids to die here. just so y'all can make money? <laughs> yeah. My yeah, kids like, will be here. You know what I mean? Like, when, my, when my son's school ended, they had already sent them to those, like, yeah, we're doing social, we're doing social media, like, we're doing, like, virtual free, virtual for yeah. the They already made the decision. And I was like, you know, you, you sit there with them and you're like, I gotta sit through this for another year. But like, imagine sending them and then them not coming home. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, or coming home and killing you. And we already know they're the germ, <laughs> right? Right? They're the germiest like species. They're the germiest. Kids carry, yeah, man. Kids carry or, shit, man. Or something crazy like coming home and and uh and and you know you got to run out and your mom come over to watch and they kill your your mom or your dad or somebody like this this is real man yeah it's a, <laughs> you know and it's yeah, crazy we hit 4 million cases today so it's like yeah that's a that's a real number like 4 million i mean i feel like i feel like most of this was besides the money which is major just the distraction aspect of it just like let's stop talking about politics let's Let's try to get people happy about watching their favorite player or their favorite team. We need a distraction. No, we need to kind of keep people healthy, but okay, cool. Yeah. Whatever, well, whatever. well whatever. we need money. Like the country, this country is, is, is based on capitalism and, and, and its economy. And so those things need to get moving. Uh, I, I understand, but at the same time. I don't understand. Right. <laughs> Well, speaking of money, since we're on the subject of money, Mookie Betts got paid thirty-six or three hundred and sixty-five million dollars for twelve years extension. Um, mm. And we also extension. have the extension. Uh, the extension that Patrick Mahomes signed for five hundred and fifty was it five hundred and fifty million for like some crazy number he put up. Uh, um, so these players are getting paid. They're, they're paying out these max contracts for these players. So if they don't play, what happens? You know what I'm saying? Like you, you have no guarantee. Like 
then you void that contract if you have these contracts coming out with players get I mean MLB players have been getting paid like that for years. That's not that's not a thing for them. But the influx of NFL players getting paid that amount of money and for them not to play, it kind of puts a it puts a clamp on the actual franchises or the the industry of that of that sport. So what do you do? You know, like what 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 is it that's just, they they can do? They it put them right out on the field like they doing. Yeah. Make me money. Make me money. Here's so a mask. Go on out there. It is a cycle. It is a cycle. I did, make I did, me money, I'll pay you money. I did see that they were doing um, helmet filters for the football players, but they, they, they aren't obligated to wear them. They're not required to wear the helmets with the filters. Um, yeah, Russell Wilson already said he, he, he don't understand how it's going to work. He already he, – he was one of the first people to kind of test it out. He was like, yo, I have no idea how this could work because this is, this is I can't breathe really uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm interested, though, because, like, if you're just putting a filter on the, the, the mouthpiece of the cage, why It's different you- from a visor. It's different from a visor, man. Your, your breathing is not so much restricted. It's hard to breathe. Yeah, man. It's not, the molecules it's that are getting in. Your hell, you're not wearing, like, a space helmet. Now you are. You ain't, you ain't never really played yeah. in a space helmet. You play yeah. football in a space helmet now. Right. That's a little different. All right. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I think I think they they try to make it so that they keep the players safe. But realistically, if we go back to the NFL, 95 players tested positive today. Yo, you're going to have people <laughs> spitting on people. Like, seriously, you're going to have people spitting they on people. They spit all to get the time. Out. I mean, but they I mean, spit just to get all the time, out. bro. Like, when, I, when, I, yeah. when I tackle you. Man, I'm jumping on the pile <coughs> like yeah. easily. Oh man, I think you got COVID now. Well, you got to go sit for 14 days. Sorry, this shit is, is not happening. Yeah, football ain't gonna work. The NBA can't happen. Football. The NBA is gonna be NBA is gonna be the worst. I think NBA if they allow the NBA to open, they're gonna they they they're gonna have it the worst. Well, well being least, in a bubble, I think the bubble thing will work. Yeah. yeah. Mm, you just I can't mean, have – maybe. Can't. See, the thing is, and I was just talking about this with my boys, you can't have the type of NFL roster. You can't have all of these people away from their families the way – There's no bubble the for NFL. No it's way. Not it's not possible. And then when you have a bigger team like that, that means you have more staff. More – think about how many coaches are there, on the NFL team versus the NBA team. There are at least 150 to 200 people per team. On staff, yeah. all the equipment staff you need for there's a football no team. There's no Good way. lord, there's no way for each team. There's no way, bro. That's thousands of people, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's like I said, it's, a, it's a domino teams. effect. It's like it's six degrees of separation. You ain't gonna see mom. You ain't gonna see wife. You ain't gonna see kids. Right. But and you're talking about what is it? Fifteen hundred players in the NFL, give or take. That's just the players. Not the, not the staff, not the, staff. the trainers and equipment people and all that for an NFL team. That's a lot of people. And legit, like, this 95, they tested positive today, but that's 95. But that's actually – showed up. actually had that number backwards. I know, I know, I think I sent you that. It was actually 59. Oh, was it 59? Got, it was 59. They got the shit backwards, whoever reported. 59 is more than 10. I saw 95, too. I, it was it ESPN or something? I saw 95. Yeah, but I, I did see the report when they got the numbers wrong. I remember Jay sent me that. Okay. But 59 is still a high number. Still a high number. It's you still can, a lot of people, man. You can affect man. 
And oh, all them people playing a contact sport, so they touch all of them touch somebody else. Fifty nine, get fifty nine more, get fifty nine more. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's actually gotta be in a so huddle. Those fifty nine like all like, uh, got three COVID, people. COVID is like that movie be, with, uh, Denzel. What was it? Falling? What was the name of that shit? Wasn't it, wasn't it falling? <laughs> <laughs> time. It's on my time. Yes, it is. <laughs> You gonna touch? You gonna touch your line? Your line ain't gonna be. Why are you talking like? Look, this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Tell you. That's, that's so silly, yo. <laughs> all right, so we, we, I think we're all in agreement that the NFL, like even, like, schematically doesn't seem to work. Like it doesn't even seem like they would be able to put the put the the safety protocol in place to make it work. We will no. see in the next couple of weeks because they, they're definitely trying to make it work. It's just I think the numbers suggest that they have too many people, too many ins and outs, and they don't have enough space for bubbles to do that for people. They don't have a they don't have a, a, a central hub for the NFL. Like right. And what would that look like? That would be like a, a small that would be like a city. You don't have to take over a city to do that. Like yes. fifteen exactly. people. That's a That's small city. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like so it's it's super interesting. I'm I'm interested to see what happens. We will have to see how this story develops as time goes on. The players aren't even happy with the safety protocols. They don't even want to play. So it's like, you know. Yeah, I know. They just decided on. They just decided to give them like testing daily. They just decided on that. Like, yo, we about to play for y'all. You just now deciding it. All right, we'll 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 give y'all daily test. Here's the thing that I don't. Here's the thing that I don't understand into a radio show earlier this week and they made mention of this the nfl has had since march when this whole thing broke out to figure this out it's not like the nba the nhl or major league baseball when they are all starting this summer the nfl is the last of all four major team sports to start they have had the longest time to figure this out why are they so behind and Money. why have they not figured anything out yet? Money. Money. I don't know Here. if there's anything they realistically can do. Like the bubble concept that the NBA implemented, I don't think there's anything equivalent to that that is even remotely realistic for NFL. It's too many people. Right. Then they should have made that decision. They should have just said that. They should have just made it. Well, just say, no, but, we're not going to have but the we gotta get. But, John, we got to give you hope. They want that paper. We have to give you hope, John. <laughs> You're going to hope we'll die. <laughs> hope, hope caught COVID. Hope caught COVID. <laughs> I, you know, dude, hope I, before I think, COVID. I think we'll run into the same issue where they'll start to see COVID. and then they'll realize that it's not going to work and they'll try to find a hybrid way to do the season. They'll try to abbreviate the season. And then, but at that point, it'll be too late. Then discuss that. So, 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 John, look at it like this the NBA had most of their season. You know, um, the NHL had just about all of their season. Um, the NFL is like, we can do this. If we have half of our season and it falls apart, we still get half of our money. We still get half of our money, yep. I mean, Instead of I get none that, of our but money. that, but they have not, they never discussed any sort of safety protocol. They never discussed testing. They never discuss w any sort of ways to combat the virus. Nothing they what didn't if, talk about. 
shit. Here's here's a here's a here's a silly thought. What if they transition to arena football? Like, what if they use? I mean, I don't know how many arena. I don't know how many stadiums. There still would be a lot of people, though. You mean the rules of arena football, or like the stadium, the space, the space of arena football? Like, what if we used all of your? We just downsized everything, played in arena. It's still a lot of people, dude. It's still a lot. Wait, wait, are you talking? Are you talking like going from eleven players to eight players? No, no, no. I'm talking about just the 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 physical just just the place, just the physical physical space, just the physical space. Because I know we know they're not. We know we're not losing. Because I can't open my stadium regardless. So let's have it in here. You know, I mean, it, it's not. It's a fraction. They would, of what have, I would They would have to change how they play the game, though, because of the way that arena football is set up. Like, there's no sidelines. The field, yeah. The, the like, goalpost is literally okay. right at the goal line. Right. You know, it's arena football is set up that way because it's, it's faster. It's right. a faster yeah. game because it's less players. That's a much smaller field, too. Much smaller right. field. Much smaller field. Oh, so yeah. That that would work with the way that they even play. National yeah, like the way that they, they would have to change how they play. But I, I don't think that reduces staff or personnel at all. So you still had the same problem where in the NBA bubble, there's probably, what, hundreds of people? Maybe a thousand people, like something like that? Eighty players, so 380 players, roughly. So Then you got staff and you got media, you got players, different stuff. So you get, yeah. right? So in the NFL, you have what a hundred? Let's just say they can get away with a hundred people organization, which doesn't make sense to me because you have what at least forty-five players, and then you got coaches and position coaches, and you got trainers, equipment people. These people are all necessary, so a hundred is kind of you know the stretch. But let's just say a hundred per team. This ain't dude. This ain't that like baseball. Thirty-two hundred Base- people. Exactly. <laughs> this is not like baseball. This is not like small, baseball. It's a small town. It's a small town. It's, it's, it's a small town. town. Several, several small cities. When you and, put it all together, yeah. And just think about the fact that we really, really, really were unrealistic with a hundred. I think it would be more than a hundred people per team. To I be think honest, it is more. Than be, yeah. I think, I think, I think it is more. Than I don't think they could do it with a hundred people. When they break down the roster, when they get past the, when they make their final cuts, it's a 52-man roster. But then you have all the other personnel, like you said, Trey, that probably puts them at about 150, 175 per team. That's close to, that's too close to 200. So you're almost doubling the number that you're you like, take. You're like, you're, you're somewhere but like between five and 6,000 people, bro. And that's not even counting media and stuff. Yeah. And camera people, and, and you know yeah. all of that kind of stuff. So it's yeah. it's it's a it's a mess. But they're going to yeah. try to make it work. Food and cooking services, and Whew. I saw they were setting up a barbershop in the NBA bubble. They got yep. like an NBA barbershop. Yeah. It looks the NBA the bubble looks like the two K neighborhood. It's like yeah. they got that, all yeah, the they made it, they made it look yeah. like that. Two K, yeah, they made it look like that. Two K is getting so much publicity off of this. I I told you they're using the. Sound from 2K. Yeah. They got like mm-hmm. they got they got boobs in the game. <laughs> they get boobs like when people like when the Wizards. I would game, love they, to be the person to out, operate that button. Yo, you are easy. Like yeah, <laughs> like you literally have everything at your disposal because of video games. So I mean, yeah. So limit the 2K I give, neighborhood. I give you the official number. The official number of, of 
personnel for the NFL is 3,740. That's everybody. That's including players, concession stand workers, and office staff. Well, we know concession stand workers don't. Well, yeah, that's out. Concession stand workers are out. Well, they would become, a portion of them would become the the food services people for the. You think so? Yeah, because they're doing. They're doing. They're doing. Um. They're doing contactless uh, concession stands. Well, you got to feed the people. The people got to eat. You know, like somebody's got to cook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> oh well, yeah, because they're, they're yeah. So class. not I'm not thinking, all of them, about but some. It's got to be some. Okay. Right, right. You are gonna you are gonna have a twenty like like we just talked about twenty five percent. Once you put media and have stuff have in there, people. you're gonna have five thousand people. Yeah. Oh, 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 wait, wait. So I, I give you I give you another number. So the total number. And if an NFL lockout happened, you're talking about 115,000 jobs. So we're talking the full bubble of everybody that's employed by the NFL. We're talking 115,000. You know, and it's too many people, bro. Too many people. That's 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 <laughs> what that's uh, Vermont. <laughs> I don't know. That's so weird. You know, it's like you gotta you gotta take over a city to do it. Now let's talk about the logistics of actually playing, right? Basketball is the, one of the easiest pickup sports, maybe the easiest pickup sports you can play. You need a ball and some people and whatever they got on, and you could just play, right? Right. So as far as logistics for a football team, their you equipment and all you their disinfect stuff. disinfect the equipment. Oh, my. Uh, Not even just disinfected, though. Where are they going to do this where you can hold 16 games a week? Yes. Where where can you do that? You got to store security. They only play games on Sunday. They only play games on Thursday. Thursday, Sunday, and Monday is when they play games in the NFL. Where are you going to house these games? So, so, So for basketball, right, for the NBA, the Wizards can play the Nets right and they can leave the court and then the next somebody game can more. come out right on the same yeah. court football somebody's got to redo that whole field you cannot do See, that's where you're wrong you that's where you're wrong the way to make it happen make it generic you're gonna make it so generic that we are gonna play it's like a, it's like a uh, it's like a state championship everybody's gonna be here like this is well, like i'm talking Texas. about field conditioning unless you want people yeah. to get injured I'm saying that's what you put it on turf. You, you're not going. Oh, you're not, you're not to using anything else. You yeah. put it on it turf. Had to be turf. It, it had to be turf. If you do turf, you, yeah. we, you, you take. Because you couldn't keep no grass going no, for that many no. games. There's no way. But I guarantee you, Jerry Jones is like like pushing. Well, we can bring everybody to Dallas. You mean we we can't just have all the games at FedEx Field? Oh my God. <laughs> 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 Wait, and look. First off, it's not even called FedEx Field no more. They backed out. They they out. <laughs> You're like, That's true. It's called the well, dude. It's if it's at Fed FedEx up. Field, you wouldn't even have to worry about keeping the fans away because nobody would want to go. <laughs> I do not like going to that place. Nobody does. Who likes going there? <laughs> it's a logistical nightmare. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh-huh. But I mean, and that's it the sucks. thing. You like. There are, I'm sure there's like some sort of committee or some sort of like meeting of the minds that are trying to figure out maybe we can have it at, at, at uh, in um, 
what's it called, in, in Dallas Stadium, close it down. But if you have it in one stadium, you probably have to play games from 8 a.m. to 8 a.m. the next day. <laughs> it's like you got to play games. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. I'm telling you what they're going to do How is would you do they're going to they either going to add another day. So we're going to have another day of the week that games are played. It's going to be – you might even have – because there's no college. Let's take Saturdays. Wait, Why are you going to do Saturdays? Wait, 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 Saturdays, wait. Sundays, Mondays. We ain't got nothing else to do. But you fall into you fall into the trap of what every NFL team says when they have to play a game on Thursday night. They have to do that short turnaround week. Nobody likes right. that short turnaround week because right. they don't have time to prep for the week. That we can take the prep for a football game. Look here, you can either play the game or you cannot play the game. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. okay, I'm just saying. I'm, like, I'm just saying. You're too close, man. You're too close, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I I was thinking the same thing when you said. <laughs> You're too close, man. I was thinking the same thing when you said about the Saturday, because if they don't have the NCAA, they do have an extra day of football that they can play. You have nobody to compete with. But that's a that's a short that's a six day week to prep for a football game. Right. But again, if the only the only thing that's really gonna kill this is the TV money that's lost. Because if we start football at ten AM, obviously that's shit. Seven AM? I mean, uh was that yeah, that's seven AM West Coast. Yeah, well, I mean, if they do it in Dallas, you already central. TV, sure. so TV is a major consideration, major. like the biggest consideration when they do schedules. Yeah. Yep. So, it they would have to maybe do football games like every day of the week, but how would they get those TV slots with all the other stuff? Right. Like, so there's TV saying. shows that need to come on. There's right. other sports that need to come on. There's like, yeah, it's going. We gave like you Sunday, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We want Saturday too. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. We're only doing it on Saturday. Look, look, I'm gonna tell you right now. ESPN 18 is open and ready for all these NFL. ESPN 18. Yes. But look, so that messes with the TV money. I mean, they start college. They start college Saturday at 9 a.m. Roughly, right? Don't they like? Don't they use it out there? Broadcasting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you, you gonna have you gonna have the opportunity. It's just gonna be. How how are the chips going to fall with, are you getting the Sunday games or are you getting the Saturday games? Or are you on the Friday games? You know, we got Friday night lights. High school ain't playing. We ain't, we ain't televising y'all. Let's take Fridays. You know, football is big in Texas. You're, you're, so you're, you're, you're suggesting that they do a three-day weekend football season in order no. to make it work. In the same place. First, I don't, I, yes. I, that's not going to happen. I just don't see so, that. So the point being made here is that they have to mess with the schedule, which messes with the TV. Remember, there's nobody in the stadium. So TV is all the money. So now you start messing with TV. This is why they're in the situation they're in, just do regular football. There is is money in in the actual live aspect of football because they're allowing up to 12,000 people to go into the stands. Not if they're doing a bubble. This, This concept was a bubble. Oh, right. yeah, okay, I got right? you. Yeah, so if the concept was a bubble, then they can't let random people show up in there. The bubble's burst. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, we can. You just got to go through all the procedures to know that you're clear. Oh, 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 oh
Because it, it gets, it gets, it turns. Same thing with Disney cool. World. It's like with Disney World. No, no, it we turns. Just, we cool. just, gonna, we just gonna give you the thermometer scan at the at the gate. <laughs> Are you good? Come on in. Wait, wait. So you talking about keep you your mask about, on at all? Keep your mask on at all times. You talking about? You talking about twelve thousand people sitting through eighteen games on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> You like, can't you leave. Off. You no. can't. You can't. So leave after on. this conversation, the next game I have is about to, to start. Disagree with John. They had a conversation <laughs> and it went like this, <laughs> and they were like, "You know what? Let's just do it the regular way." <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey like, yo, they like let everybody in, but don't tell them they gotta stay till the next day. Just keep, <laughs> just lock the doors. <laughs> lock the doors. They can't leave. <laughs> yo, I, I, I gotta get home. No. <laughs> this, this is your home. You're in the bubble. <laughs> hey, look, 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 don't let somebody come up positive, then you're in that bubble for 14 days. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. You can know, you know all the football you want. You, you got season tickets now. Uh, hey, look, they were like, yo, you on the team now. You work for the team. <laughs> you <laughs> Your job is to coach all the players that got COVID. That is that is terrible. That is so terrible. <laughs> what would be what would be amazing is if they had back to back, back to back to back games of like the shittiest teams, like the Jets and the Dolphins. The Jets and the Dolphins, and then like again TV, the, the Bills, the Bills and the, and the Skins. <laughs> You mean the Wolfs? The Wolfs. Yeah. The WTFs. The what the fucks. They'd be like, ESPN presents shitty football hour. I mean, you could do. You could end up on the ESPN. That's called Sunday night. I mean, Monday night football, right? Oh, my gosh. You could end up on a Thursday. Isn't that Monday night football? That's Thursday night football. Thursday football shit football, right? No ugly jersey. Nobody watches that shit. The ugliest jerseys we've ever shown you. Like on closed circuit TV, make everybody get the NFL network. Man. They can. They not gonna make up their money, but hey, you getting you getting to watch football. Hey, what you want? Look, Direct TV is like, nah, bro, y'all ain't doing that. <laughs> yeah. No, the NFL no, 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 need. no, need for red zone. Yeah. There would be no red zone. If the games don't come on at the same time, there's no point to have a red zone. No point. You know, you know what's no funny? They, they Think about all that money that they I leave know. it on the table if they don't yeah. do it the, the regular way. Yeah, That's what the NFL, they talked about it. Like, we need to keep the players safe. No, nah, we need to keep our pockets safe. Don't worry about the players. That's terrible. Shit. They, they start telling players they got to suit up in other uniforms. It's just like, look, just go out there and put that on. <laughs> <laughs> You're Haskins today, okay? Hey, yo, you be Kirk Cousins. Just go out there and throw a bunch of incomplete passes. Nobody's going to ask you Right. But I'm black. Nobody gives a shit, nigga. Just go out there and throw Hey, man, you look like Boomer Society. Shut up. Helmet. Go long. You never seen Boomer's face, man. Get out of here. Tell you, man, they're gonna take the Superdome and they're gonna take AT and T. 
and they go they go have the season in two different places. That's gonna be it. Yeah, Okay, let's 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 see how this plays out in the coming weeks. I'm interested. I think it's not gonna work. I think we're in a general consensus that this is not Jay Hill work. Jay Hill just said Jay Hill just said they're gonna have the whole season in two days. We're <laughs> <laughs> just gonna have back to back games. From they're gonna to sim ATL. the season, bro. They're gonna simulate the season. That's the end of this game. Stay tuned for week two. <laughs> Yo, that's so dumb. Simulating week three. Hey, you know what's funny? After they hit the simulation button, they come out and be like, 9,700 players got injured. <laughs> players, players who won't even play got injured. Like, hey, players, they be like, no. Hey, yo, they be like, Drake Rice got injured in the third week of the <laughs> And look, the injury list, all the injuries say COVID, 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 COVID. <laughs> Career ending, career ending COVID injury. Ladies and gentlemen, the referees are not going to be playing a game against each other. Like we, yeah, they got, they got the game of the mascots out there playing. The mascots playing. <laughs> and then oh, the, Red, the Washington Washington football team won't have a mascot, so they just lose that game by default. Oh, man. <laughs> they forfeit. Fourth <laughs> oh, no man. Oh, yeah. Damn. All right. So I think I think we gotta wrap this up for this week. But I want to end. We didn't really get a chance to talk about boxing too much. But I want to touch on one subject of boxing, which is the Mike Tyson Ray Jones Jr. fight. Uh, they announced the fight today. They're gonna fight an eight round exhibition fight. Uh, and people are more excited about this fight than actual. Uh, boxing matches, <laughs> which I think is what well, ludicrous and disrespectful for the sport. It's, disrespectful. It, it's a it's a signifier of how boxing has become, how pay per view and Don King and all that greed has killed the sport. Oh, Nobody yeah, cares about boxing anymore. So yeah, you bring back old guys back when it was good, and everybody's like, finally, somebody I heard of. Yeah, yeah, it's it's super terrible. All the, plus, all the new all the new kids are watching UFC. Right, I UFC is the new, UFC, is the new boxing now. As like soon UFC as they start kicking, I'm like, ah. Yeah, my, my thing about UFC and why I can't really get into it is yeah! because it's too, <laughs> it's, too many, <laughs> it's too many mixed. It's like you putting, like, judo up against, like, jujitsu and, like, it, the mix just doesn't work well. Like, and, you know, I, I get the fast knockout element of it, but it looks like a bunch of people just, it looks like a bunch of baby giraffes fighting after a while. I'm just like, <laughs> somebody falls out. And it's like, yeah. you don't really see it happening. You don't see the science behind it. So it's like, if you don't yeah. understand that martial arts form, it yeah. can be a bit messy to watch. Now, it's a grapple, yeah. it's a grapple or a kick. Yeah, and with, and, with, and with boxing, it, it became such a, a a money grab, especially with all the different yeah. um, the different conferences or the different belts and all the the people who control those belts and what those belts mean or signify. That it, it lost a lot of its luster, and we haven't. I mean, it, it's sad to say, but like we haven't had a, a bona fide, unified champion in the heavyweight division that meant anything to anybody in the last 15, 20 years. It, the last person that meant anything to anybody, I think, would, I, I would argue that it would be Lennox Lewis. Um, mm -hmm. And after him, you had um, a couple of heavyweight champions. Like, I mean, you had you had uh, Klitschko, who was champion for like nine years, and nobody gave a shit because he was he was he was right. he wasn't interesting to watch. 
he won, but he wasn't interesting. So when you start talking about the great, arguably one of the greatest fighters of all time, and you watch the Instagram footage of him training and all that stuff. Like, I haven't seen any footage of Roy Jones Jr. training, but I watched Tyson train, and it's like, he still, he looks, he looks like he did when he was in his 20s, hitting bags, you know, and we didn't see him hitting bags in his 20s. So you can only argue that he looks like, he looks as fresh as he did 30 years ago. And, you know, it, it becomes that conversation, like, can Mike actually do it? And then if Mike, if they go in there and make this an actual fight, can Mike take on the heavyweight champions that are out right now? Granted, he's seven years older than Muhammad Ali was at his last fight. But Mike looks, Mike, Mike doesn't, he didn't take as much damage as Muhammad Ali took one. Um, and he Mike got Mike didn't take hardly any damage. Mike was only dishing, yeah. Yeah, and he, he got out, he got out a lot younger than Muhammad Ali got out. So, you know, you listen to him talk about it. He he wants to fight. Clearly, he he's ready to fight. Um, I don't know how he would fare against the current heavyweights. Um, I I think he would he would he would knock Joshua out personally because Joshua has a glass chin, and he anytime you test that boy's chin, he falls. Um, but like putting him up against Fury, I don't know. I mean, I I think Tyson can go two or three rounds before he starts to like show his age a little bit. But against Roy Jones, it's an exhibition. They're not. I don't think they're going to be going at full capacity. They're just going to be doing it for the theory of it. Um, but he wearing bigger gloves and no headgear, so that's another thing. They said they, they said they're doing twelve ounce. I think twelve ounce gloves. So, like they're going to be like wearing pillows and shit. <laughs> you know, head. Wow. Huh? And no headgear. No headgear. See, yeah, I think that's. I think that's. Yeah. A, I think that's. A combination of disaster because you're putting two people in the ring that by nature are killers at that sport. Mike Tyson's a, a bona fide boxing machine killer. Like they, they right. I don't think they, I think he goes from zero to a thousand every time he puts on a pair of gloves. Yeah. I don't know who I don't know who's gonna be who, but I think it's gonna end up like Martin Hearns. I don't know who's gonna be who. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who's going to be Martin, but somebody going to be like, yo, come on, you just playing. Oh, did you just really hit me? And then it's going to be like, somebody, somebody going to snap. And Roy going to try to take Tyson's head off. Tyson ain't going to have it. And Tyson going to hit, yeah. It's going to yeah. be real ugly. After the fight, he was like, he hit me, so I had to keep his children. Yeah. <laughs> yo, how old is Roy? Um, two years younger. He's two years younger. He's like, two years younger. Yeah, two years younger than Mike. Okay. Mike, Mike 52, Mike 52, right? Yeah. Mike was 54, but let me see. Oh, oh I thought he was 52. I just know it's a two-year difference. Okay. So that's what they were saying, too. Like, both Roy, of them over 50. Roy's 51. Yeah. Yeah, so. Okay. I mean, I, I think it's interesting. I think it's good for – I think it may want to be good for the sport of boxing. But yeah. it, it's not good. Yeah, to get some attention back on boxing, yeah. It's, it's not good for the sport of boxing – with all the current heavyweights that they have. But how disrespectful do you think they feel? I mean, how disrespectful do you, you think they feel? Like, I mean, dog, but, like, I, but ain't nobody watching you. So, I mean, it's twofold. Like, ain't nobody watching you, dog. We got to do this. With these, <laughs> you ain't got to participate in it. But I'm just saying, we got to have this because nobody's coming to your fights. Think about like Dude, this. Like any of these young cats. Like no, you're saying, the current. Yeah, you got, you got Joshua who has, Joshua has 
three belts. He has three belts that, that would technically normally unify the, 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 the division. But Tyson Fury has a belt. And Tyson Fury arguably has two belts because the other belt that he has is a belt that doesn't even fucking count. It's just a, it's just a, it's, it doesn't, it makes it so that you can't unify the title. Like he, you can't be the undisputed heavyweight champion in the world without the four belts, right? They won't, they won't let them boys fight. Them boys can't agree on a fight. And mm-hmm. with COVID hitting, they don't have any way to fight. So it's like, you know, you, 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 your heavyweight division is vacant in the sense that you can't put these boys in the ring and make them fight. You got Deontay Wilder booty shaking somewhere, like losing his goddamn mind. So like, oh my top, god, the top, three, the top three can't fight. Yeah, and you got all these up and coming heavyweights, but none of them have the resume or the pedigree to make it a sustainable um, division. That yeah. the biggest thing coming out of the heavy, out of boxing right now is middleweights, middleweights and welterweights. Right, those are the boys that you want to see fight, and those boys won't fight because Terence Crawford and Errol Spence won't fight. They can't agree on numbers to fight, and they are arguably one and two pound for pound best fighters right now. Even with um, you got um, Triple G, and you got um, what's the other boy? Um, the boy who got all the belts. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, he beat Triple G. Crap. Uh, uh, from uh, from Camacho. Uh, Camacho. What's his name? Uh, anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Redhead. He um. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. He won't fight anybody. Like he he he's turning out fights. So you got all the people turning out fights, and then you got Roy Jones and Mike saying they gonna fight. It's like they're not fighting for no belts, no accolades. They just fight for the hell of it. Eight rounds, and and I think by round two they're gonna be trying to knock each other's heads off. Like it's gonna look it's gonna look cute. Like you said, did somebody get tagged? And it's gonna be like, oh okay, I got. Oh, so you are serious? (laughs) Okay, I got it. I think Mike. I think Mike's gonna come straight out the gate like. Like like he did old school. I think he's gonna that's that all he knows. That's, that's all, all he knows. knows. He's he gonna ain't come Floyd straight. Mayweather. He's Mike Tyson. He's gonna throw a jab. He's gonna throw a jab. He's, he's gonna come straight out the gate swinging, man. Hooks yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm I'm interested to Hooks see and over the hooks. That's Watch all you gonna see. You like? So I I think that uh, we we have that. In common that we all think that that's going to be the fight to watch. But you see, he also, but hold on, you see, he also started a league of legends. Yes, like that's his. That's the. That's really the premise behind this fight. He's creating a league. What he's dubbing a league of legends. Anybody that's done with their sport but doesn't feel like they are past their prime, come see me. We can get you in whatever it is. So Whether it's basketball, like that's that's the weird thing about it. Like I thought that's what Ice Cube was doing. Was like, is he Ice Cube now? Like, what do you mean? Like stop on Ice Cube like league. Like you, you you basically he was like soccer, everything. Like if you feel like you no. still got it, come come on, we can put you in our league. You know what okay. this reminds me of? It's like Mike Tyson starting his own pro stars. Like, you know, they had pro stars back in the cartoon with Michael Jordan, uh, Wayne Gretzky, and Bo Jackson. It's like you just put everybody together and just Y'all just play y'all sports individually in the same room. You figure out what happened. <laughs> like, you throw the basketball, I mean, I'm gonna put, throw the basketball, I'm gonna put it you just, you just hit a basketball with the hockey stick. I can do that. <laughs> it's all one sport now. It's all one sport. What do you call it? Foot basketball. Just a hybrid. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, I, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I don't uh, This is gonna be real interesting to see how, how this league. Even even if it is like a real league, like what he's gonna be doing, like if, I feel like it's gonna be like that Saturday, like 
um, what was that shit called? They used to do like the stars when they used to do that shit with like the celebrities. Oh yeah, the, yeah, like the obstacle course. Yeah, 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 it's gonna be like that. It's gonna be like that. I bet you he can beat his time like shooting threes. I bet you Ray Allen can still hit what you know break an all star record. I feel like it's gonna be something like that. So here's the question: then. Do they also go in a bubble? They're gonna fight. They're gonna fight in the cage. The bubble. How many people? How many people go in that bubble? Like, do they? Do they? He just gonna. He probably just gonna have his girlfriend as his ring. As his ring. Just gonna have a girlfriend, like old boy did. This is so terrible. Like, this. You know. You know what killed boxing, man. Not, the the whole pay per view thing, cause like so, when it got to the point where I had to, you know, cook a dish, and drive to somebody else's house, and, and you know somebody had to throw a party or something for you to see the fight, you yeah. know, and you had to put your kids with a sitter and all that type of stuff. Then not only does that kill the sport, but here's the thing, right? So. I don't know about you guys, but I grew up watching sports with my dad, right? So when I grew up watching boxing, it was on HBO and Showtime. So we could see – now, it was on a premium channel, so you had to have cable, but we could see the fight. So I watched, you know, uh, the team that shall not be named football games with my dad. I watched the Bullets, you know what I mean? I watched, you know, college basketball. I watched different sports. I watched boxing with him. Um, now when, you know, like the generation after us, like either our kids or, you know, in between, um, they're at grandma's house while you at somebody's cookout watching the fight. So the kids ain't growing up watching the sport. So then who watches the sport after, you know, the next generation? Like, cause you never, there's no little kids running around emulating nobody. There's nobody in school ain't talking about the boxing matches and stuff. Yeah, but they are they're not seeing it. But they are kind of talking about UFC. But even that's kind of pay per view. So they ain't really up on who's who. But you have everything in social media. You can see what happened. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. they got a video game. So yeah. I yeah. mean, it's just, it's just hard because there, like you said, there are no not heroes or role models, but there's no standout. Nobody has the personality. Also, you got yeah. you got to think there's about no that. Team, You're not marketable. Well, you're not marketable. Here's the thing about basketball. I mean, about boxing too. Boxing, I know. I know. Before COVID hit, they were talking about bringing boxing back to ESPN at a prime mm-hmm. time thing, and ABC mm-hmm. was picking boxing back up. Mm-hmm. HBO, HBO. Yep. That's what they need to do so that it becomes a family yeah. thing again. They were bringing yeah. back. Friday you sit and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Friday, Friday night fights were coming back, and yep. HBO lost. They were getting rid of boxing, which was which was kind of heartbreaking to hear because you know they've been they've been a staple for boxing for a long time. But Showtime just announced their fights for the rest of the year. And I think it's up to, like, 12 fights for the, between, like, September and December. So they have a lot of fights. Now, the, the difference Sheesh. is you don't care about who's fighting. The only person that's fighting on that on those tickets that matter is Devontae Davis. And he's not fighting nobody that you, you've heard of. So it's like, that's a tune-up fight for Devontae. You know, it's like, okay, you're going to watch him beat that guy in the yeah, tune-up yeah. fight because he's getting challenged by other fighters that want to fight him. So... We we won't see a real a real fight. They won't let Errol Spence and Terence Crawford fight. They 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 can't agree on a number, place or number to fight. Uh, 
Joshua and, and Tyson Fury won't fight. Everybody who would matter isn't going to fight. So the fights that you would see uh, or the fights that they will show are fights of people you've never heard of that are trying to make a name for themselves. And you are, I would argue that while I think the sport of boxing is exciting and it's a science behind it, most people don't even know that much about it to care. So, like, you have to have a name. And, you, and that's the thing. Boxing has always had a name to drive it. Muhammad Ali drove boxing. Tyson drove boxing. Lennox drove boxing. You had, and it was always yeah. typically. Evander, yeah. Evander, it was usually driven, like, it was like heavyweights and then everything else kind of came. And you had the Sugar Ray Lennons and, like, you, you had everybody coming under that. But the heavyweight division ruled supreme. Heavyweight division hasn't ruled supreme in 15 years. The biggest name in boxing is Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather, like you said, Trey, took immediate advantage of the pay-per-view. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. it, it became solely about uh, pay-per-view for him. You know, so it's like the sport doesn't even mean the same. He won't even fight if you if you send number less than hundred million dollars. Yeah, and those and that sport doesn't exist. Like my kids are, I don't think they've ever seen boxing because when I have been to watch a fight, I. Go to somebody else's house. Yeah, because you're not paying. Daddy'll be back later. Yeah, not, <laughs> it I'm ain't not like paying, I not, sit and they see me watching the Nationals or the Wizards or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm in. I'm in agreement. I think that in order for boxing to to come back to have any sort of relevance amongst people, it has to be top quality fights happening on channels that people have access to that they don't have to pay a hundred dollars to watch these fights um to watch cable uh, or network tv they need to be accessible though yeah yeah well, they used to have the olympics like they would have the olympic boxing like on i mean it's, it's olympic anyway so it's gonna be on you know network television but that was also where you got to learn oh dude it's kind of nice yeah and you know what they're like though they, they, especially with the Olympics being overseas the last couple of years, like you have to be up to catch the those time difference. Yeah, you know, the time difference. So you, you, if you want to see somebody fight, you got to be up at four o'clock in the morning to catch. Yeah, and you don't know who you're going to watch yeah. boxing. Like I would, I would, I know when we used to be on tour with like Odyssey and stuff. I would, I would, if we were out doing Olympics, I would time myself to watch the basketball games. Right. The boxing matches. I would be like, if the, the yeah. basketball game came on at like five o'clock in the morning, I would just stay up and just watch the game. And then when the game was off, you know, but not so much with boxing because I don't even, I don't even look at the up and coming. I need to see the record as a pro. If you, if you have less than ten wins as a pro, I'm not even watching you fight. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you got, if you got ten wins as a pro and you got like, if you ten and zero with two knockouts, I'm not watching that. Like, like if you ten and zero with ten knockouts, then you got my attention. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like okay, you you might be ending these fights really fast. Even if you're fighting people that they just putting in front of you, just so you can show that you can knock people out. Like you need to be knocking people out. You know what I'm saying? So like you're marketable. Again, yeah, there's you're no marketable. marketable. And there, there isn't. I mean, they try to make Anthony Joshua that marketable person, but he's not likable. People don't like that dude. So it's like, yo, do you see this? There's a balloon on the on the on the uh, field in the LA at the LA game. Who bought a balloon to the stadium? One of the cardboard <laughs> cutouts. Stadium. That's a COVID balloon. That's a COVID balloon. One of them cardboard cutouts did. Oh, I see it. 
it's going even over? deflated too, and it's it's yeah. fall, it's like it's lowering itself on Yo, to the infield right now. Man, that balloon might have COVID on it. They better get oh, the emergency yes. crew out there. Oh, uh, the bad boy. They got the bad boy way to get it. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. So he, they just said that. They said balloons. Where did that come from? That's stupid. So yeah, I, I think I think that's a good way. I think that's a good segment to end on with us getting out of this boxing mess. And then uh, you know, with the weekend coming up, we got some of some of the uh, the, the preseason, I guess, basketball games happening. And then we'll see what happens next week coming up to week of sports. Uh, we will talk about um, the next week. We'll talk about some of the, the, the cancellations of some of the tennis tournaments that canceled. Some of the, the PGA stuff is getting canceled. Uh, uh, we didn't touch on the Blue Jays. I know John wanted to talk about the Blue Jays not having their own plan, but <laughs> we can get to that. They, they, they will. They will by next week. Yeah. yeah. We'll, and if not, we'll talk about it. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Hopefully, they'll, they'll have a home and we'll be able to, like, Thanks for listening to Sports and Things featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and Dennis Turner. Be sure to follow and subscribe for our upcoming episodes. You can also reach the team on Instagram at S-P-O-R-T-Z-A-N-D-T-H-I-N-G-Z and on Twitter at I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.